Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What? <laughs> what is happening, y'all? The chipmunk on the microphone. What was going on there? Was... Huh. I didn't even know where we were starting, and then you're making these weird noises. <laughs> You didn't like last week's, Mona. No. Dan loved it. I was going to say, I ain't a fan of this week. So. <laughs> you didn't like my little... I, well, I actually thought about acting like I understood what you were saying, and so we could make Mona think she's going crazy or something. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the Mosaic. That is Marion. Yeah. I went back old school yeah, there. Did you old, catch me? Old school. So we're old mom here. <laughs> the Mosaic of Marion. We're glad you're here. And... um. So I'm lead pastor, Hank Meadows, of Mary Baptist Church. That's what I'm lead pastor of. Yeah. <laughs> and um, got my home slice with me here, um, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. How are you? And yeah. over there, we have Grizzly Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. That's a compliment. I'll take that in a heartbeat. Oh, that's great. Hey, hey. Never know. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I had a few others, but I, I that one was a little bit too graphic. If I- <laughs> I tell you, if I ever get get uh, if I'm ever on the lamb, like whenever they announce that they're looking for me, the aliases are going to last a good twenty minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hold on, I heard you called this one time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, so turning your Bibles to um, Obi Wan Kenobi, getting <laughs> to the book of Obadiah. Um, I love it. It's a great book, man. Yeah. You, you this I love this book. Actually, it's. Short, but man, I mean, God's like, oh, you think so? Right. <laughs> I mean, literally, if I were to theme it, that's what that's, I would that's theme. Good, yeah. I would make that the thematic structure of this thematic. book. Mm-hmm. Uh, every once in a while, I want you to know I do know these words. Well, <laughs> I know. Dan used it a couple weeks ago, and you were like, what? Now you're using it. Yeah, that's right. Well, he did. He used the word thematic for the first Hosea. I did. I did. Okay. I yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I stole your word. <laughs> I mean, no, the point was. I, that I know we had. I know we had problems. <laughs> I mean, my no. Atlanta. The point was your reaction to that, his use of that word, and now you're well, using it. You know. So you know, some, some of us let things go, Mona. I'm just. I'm gonna have to run after this is over. Dan, what, gotta, so what's your thematic noises? <laughs> So, at least of this book. Any roller coasters? This so, no. No, it's just a plunge again. You, right. de- you described it perfect, though. It's this idea, like, just, I mean, literally one chapter, but yeah, it's it's like, I, I mean this in the most loving way possible. Somebody running by and punching you in the face, and they just keep going. Like, <laughs> it's it's got that impact. That's the word I'm looking for. I, I'm, I'm loving his definitions yeah. and descriptions there. <laughs> yeah. Punch to the face. Yeah. So, anyway... So I'm going to open us up in prayer today because I'm the ultimate host. <laughs> the host well, the most, okay. I'm the mostest hostess. <laughs> and now I'm thinking I'm not the hostess. I'm <laughs> sorry, we're, we're not that type of church. I'm just the most right. host. <laughs> so let's pray. And then we're going to start with old Danny boy. <sighs> okay. Yep. Okay. 
You, you and I don't. <laughs> yeah, know. I was waiting for the prayer to start. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's pray. Father, we love you. God, we're so thankful for the day that we live in, that we have the opportunity to be people of light, um, that are called to shine the light of the gospel in a, a sea of darkness. And um, so, Lord, I, I'm so thankful to live during this time where we can know um, the truth and be set free, God, that um, to me there's a clear delineation of what is true and right and what is evil and dark. And um, so, God, help us to be um, light sharers and light bearers. And, um, God, nothing of our own but all of you. And we ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. As declared, I will read first. Um, no, so I'm going to jump in on verses two through four. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be utterly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rock. In your lofty dwelling, who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground? Uh, I did say four, right? You did. Yeah. Though you soar aloft like an eagle, Though your nest is set among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. Again, no no hallmark uh, cards there. <laughs> um, note that what I was thinking about, and again, we have to be careful about this because you have to think of Scripture in the historical context. Like we can't just grab it and start applying it to, you know, modern things without any... I don't know, without any boundaries or, or anything like that. But it did make me think of America. We tend to think of we're blessed because we're America. Mm -hmm. And so whatever we do is righteous because we're America. And so it's this idea that we can we can be very lofty, but God doesn't change. God can, can do what he wants to with this nation. Um, and so I, that's really why it stood out to me is just this idea of us thinking that, you know— we say God bless America, and absolutely, we, we plead that God will bless America. But um, at the same time, in this country, we we think of his patience as permission on a lot of things. And so we we live however we want, and then we say, well, God bless America. You yeah, know? or God overlooks it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, the crazy thing is this whole book is about the Jewish people's cousins. Right. The Edomites. Right. And so, you know, they were the ones— what are you looking for there, Dan? In my water. They they were the ones when when Egypt was coming out of at Israel was coming out of Egypt. I'm sorry. They were like, no, you don't pastor here. Mm. They wouldn't even let their own cousins mm. pass through. Right. They're like, we're not. And I remember reading it the other day. Like, we won't take your water. We won't stop doing anything. And if we or he said, if we do stop, we will pay you. Remember, they plundered the Egyptians mm. on the way out the door. But we're not going to vary off this path of this road. We're not. And they were like, you come through here, and it's going to be war. Right. These are their cousins. Right. Yep. And so I wrote in my Bible, right beside who will say in their heart, who will bring me down to the ground? I just wrote, be careful. Pride yep. goeth before mm -hmm. destruction. Mm -hmm. When you think you're Billy Big Britches, yep. right. God will show you who Billy Big Britches really is yeah. and is not us. Right. So, yeah, it's just, cra it's just crazy how the Edomites should have been a, a, a clan of people that, that actually if nothing else, tolerated the Jews. Mm -hmm. Right. But they didn't. They right. couldn't stand them either. Right, not at all. I mean, well, and we I mean, we know that the battle began even in the womb with Jacob yeah. and Esau. And so but how that was good in mama's belly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, how then that just continued and um and then 
what we see here in Obadiah is God saying, you know, you've messed with my people enough, and mm. now it's time for you to to get your just the justice that's the justice. You. And here's the thing, just a little historical context. We don't really know what there. There's like ten or eleven Obadiahs mentioned in the Bible. Mm. Mm. There's nothing in this book in the context of it that can say it's definitely this because when you pinpoint some of the fall of Edom and all that, because that's what it's talking about, there's a couple of them on the scene then. So, mm. you don't. the only person that knows, well, there's two people that know who wrote the book, <laughs> what Obadiah wrote it, God himself right. and Obadiah. the Obadiah, <laughs> one of the 11. Yeah, yeah. There. Those are the only two we, right. we sort of lost that. And then I thought it was very telling the the name Obadiah means servant of the Lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's this great picture of, to me, I think it follows well on the the heels of of Amos. You know, Amos was a, a shepherd in Tekoa. Mm-hmm. Man, I, you know, he said at the very end, dude, I wasn't a prophet. I was just a, a dude mm-hmm. out there with my sheep, and God called me to come and give a prophecy, and I did. I just get the idea this guy was like, I'm just saying what God told here me. It is. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Like you said, here it is. I'm not. I'm just gonna walk by, punch you in the face, first, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep on walking because. <laughs> That's all God told me. I mean, it's the shortest book in the Old Testament yeah. that we have. 21 verses, and possibly all of Scripture. If I know the Old Testament. and But it is it is so powerful. There is a lot of truth in this small mm-hmm. little book. Mm-hmm. And the way it ends really stands out because, I mean, that should be terrifying. Uh, you know, you're talking about you, you, uh, you soar like an eagle, uh, but then you drop down just a little bit, and from there I'll bring you down, declares the Lord. I mean, that should strike fear into anybody and, and it's this the the feeling i get is that we do we deceive ourselves saying well you know i i can do whatever i want there's it but i don't care who you are yeah the lord's greater you know yeah. and so it's this idea of you can you can feel however you feel but when the truth it comes out essentially you know when that day comes you'll understand who who's yeah. mighty you know right anything else about that Dan's broke out the water bottle, so I guess he's done. I got like two minutes to talk, and, and then I got to take a sip. <laughs> All right, you ready for yours there? Mona. Mine is next. Which one's short? Okay. Oh, I'm, I ain't told you mine yet. I know. Sassy. That's why I'm I, I'm, I'm, I may just go somewhere totally different. <laughs> no, I that's may, the option. I'm skipping books. <laughs> I, may, I may answer the question what Obadiah was. I don't know. <laughs> there could be three people that know. <laughs> okay. So you want me to go next? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So it's sort of... I, I mean, I think I said that. Mona, go next. <laughs> I just was checking. So um, I was going to comment after Dan said... I don't know what he said, but I was going to say something about, you know, the, that the Edomites have gotten away with doing what uh, what they had been doing for so long. And they the pride that they had probably had some... Part of that was probably the fact that, you know, no one's taking yeah. care of us yet. Yeah. No one's taking us out yet. And so that kind of ties into the end. I meant the end, towards the end. Um, I'll start at 15 and read through 18. 
for the day of the Lord is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so all the nations shall, dr shall drink continually. They shall drink and swallow and shall be as though they had never been. But in Mount Zion, there shall be those who escape and it shall be holy. And the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire and the house of Joseph a flame and the house of Esau which is Edom, Edom was Esau's descendant, the house of Esau stubble. They shall burn them and consume them, and there there shall be no survivor for the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. And so eventually God is going to, you're going to get, as you have done, mm -hmm. it will be done to you. And <laughs> why are you making that face? I think I read something in the New Testament about it. You reap <clears throat> what you, you sow. sow. Right. Jeez, yeah. where might that be? Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. He's in rare form tonight. Let he is. Um, you know, and I remember Hank saying um, that God is long suffering, but he's not forever suffering. True. And so I was try I've been trying to think of that. His knee again. I need to start Dude, wearing knee pads or something. Cool, yeah. bro. But no, I was trying to think of that earlier. Couldn't think of Wait, for anything. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was hoping it came out right. So uh. I'm just glad it did. And so so like I said, you know, part of the pride of Edom, I'm sure, is the fact that they have gotten done. They have treated Judah this way and nothing has happened mm -hmm. to them. But God is saying, as you have done, it shall be done to you and your deed shall return on your own head. And I think that um, what it made me think of it is that we, it is, we do now see the wicked prospering. Mm -hmm. We see seemingly prosper. I'll put it that way. We see the wicked lying and cheating and getting, but, but prospering. And we see them pounding down the righteous but to know as people of God to just hold on because yeah. you know God is going to give them what they deserve and eventually um, he will bring his justice yeah um, <clears throat> so this book is really divided into two parts number one it's where he's just saying this is what you've done Adam, mm -hmm. and you're going to pay Mm -hmm. The second one is is the day of the Lord. Yeah, there's always in every civilization the day of the Lord. Right now, there we know there there's this big day of the Lord coming, um, also for mm -hmm. all of right all the world, but for countries, I mean, and I'm just being what the U.S. is so. When I go back yeah. to this, we we want to say all the time, "Well, God bless America." I would just say, "Why right now?" Yeah, I mean. Look at what we're calling okay now. Right. Yep. 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 And I'm not gonna go any farther than that. But just the things that we're okay with, mm -hmm. that we that we are pushing in kindergarten. I was about to say not even okay with, but but adamantly, you know, encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Propagating in that. Yeah, that word. there you go. Very big word. Ooh. Ring a dang a bang bang. <laughs> Jimmy knee cricket. But so th this is my thought. All the time is Galatians chapter um, six verse seven. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked, which is what mm -hmm. we do today. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, what is biblical is just like today's news mm -hmm. papers. Mm -hmm. Really, yep. don't be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that which he will reap. Right. 
For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap, will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will reap from the Spirit, reap eternal life. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we don't give up. So there is this thing that God is seemingly saying to Judah and Israel, guys, you got to stay at it. Don't worry, I have not spoken yet. And that is just sort of where I'm at with America is mm-hmm. God hadn't spoken, and when he does, it's, yep. I don't think it's not going to be pretty. I was about to say there's no arguing back. Like it, it, there's... And I'm all, I'm always going back to the idea that like whether you recognize on this side of eternity or not, that day, the day is is when every knee is going to bow because yeah. everyone will recognize. And the yeah. day, and there are several. I take it like he talked about the day of the Lord for Edom, and there was a day he mm-hmm. they fail. Yeah, there's going to come a day for America. I'm just telling yeah. you, man. If if you can disagree out there, you got a right to be wrong. Yep. You, you, we cannot live the lifestyles that we are pushing and encouraging and okay with. God's still righteous and he's still holy yeah. and his character has not changed. And if he wasn't okay with it in, in biblical he's times, okay he's it. not okay exactly. with it right. now. Exactly. He does yeah, not absolutely. evolve. Right. Yep. Doesn't change. So, you know, that's what I'm saying is, and that's what he's really pushing. You, you flipped somewhere? I did. Okay. Um, so it reminded me um, of Psalm 73 and that um, Asaph writes in the beginning, verses 2 and 3, but as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And then jumping down to 16, he says, but when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task until... I went into the sanctuary of God and then I discerned their end. And so as we struggle with um, the wicked seemingly prospering and seeming like, why am I living righteously when it does me no good? It seems like, um, why am I struggling so hard? But it's only when we step into God's presence and we see the truth of who he is and how, what he does that we can fully have a comprehension and understanding and thus then be able to endure what we have to endure and live the way that we're supposed to live. And it helps, I think, if you if you begin to understand why he's so long-suffering. And, and essentially people will have two responses to that. Either there's the ones that, that we're talking about now that will say, hey, we got away with it, let's keep going the way we're going. Um, and they're the ones that mock God, and, and they'll they'll get what's coming to them. Um, but then there's those that will turn away yeah. and turn back to God. And and I'm so thankful that He was long suffering enough for me to do that. Right. Mm. Um, and so we should we should always look for those opportunities. And that's why evangelism is so important during these times too, is because yeah. you know we're we're coming up to that point. There's going to be, a, a, like, this isn't eternal. There's going to be a day where where he comes back and people are, are held in judgment if they haven't turned to him. And so we should be, and, and I think that's one of the biggest things we've forgotten about evangelism is we should be urging about it. Right. Oh, you know? Yeah, come right. on, bro. You're speaking my love language <laughs> over here, man. The, the, and I, as you guys were talking, well, and you said something, and I had a thought, and then now I've lost a thought. Um, But first, you know, I think about Psalm 63 where, David's son was coming after him, and it looked like everything was lost. And at the end of it, and this is what David does a lot, but those who seek to destroy my life, they're going to go down to the depths of the earth. Right. right. 
They shall be given over the, to the power of the sword. They shall be portioned for jackals, but the king shall rejoice in God. Mm-hmm. We find that in a lot of Psalms. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can read Psalm 77. That's another one. These places where where the writer is like, and that's where, you know, Galatians, what he was saying. Okay, you can have your time here. Right. And and, and that's one thing I, you said a minute ago that I would say, they are prospering. There are mm-hmm. a bunch of evil men that right. are prospering. Yep, absolutely. It's okay. Yep. I don't care. But I, I, I just eternally yes, and that's why I use the word seemingly because yes, yeah. they're prospering now, but eventually, yeah, they they will. I mean, be. we're we're the richest people I know. I mean, mm-hmm. we we own we have all the riches of heaven. Our Father owns all of heaven, and right. we're His child. So doesn't yeah. that you know we're sort of an heirs and co heirs with Jesus? Yeah. I think I read that somewhere <laughs> in Romans. You know, You're seeing you just rattle off top of it. I know. And then I think somewhere well, Ephesians chapter one, it. it talks about yeah. we're blessed with all those spiritual blessings and all the heavenlies. I'm just yeah. saying. Say, it's good. Keep it's us on track. Yeah. But good gravy. Dan, what did you say that got me all... I don't know. Here? You said something. <laughs> uh, it was about the... Ra- the there's two reactions to, to God's uh, God's patience. Maybe so. I don't know. Uh, How much time we got left? Uh, we got... Oh, we got eight minutes. We got eight <laughs> minutes. I actually got like nine and... A, nine, we got eight and a half. Now probably eight. <laughs> Keep going. It'll be seven. Okay. So my <laughs> thought is this... <laughs> First John. Here we go. No, wait, <laughs> he said he was going where he wanted to go. I'm doing the whole book. <laughs> and okay. here's what it is. I, I I told you guys what I, if I were to give what that was the big word I used. I don't remember. Now. It's too big. Thematic. Thematic. Thematic yeah. truth was whatever I said it was. That word I invented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but really, the thematic truth is this: it's a rebuke to those who find joy in the misfortunes of others. Mm-hmm. And that's really what God's after. He's talking about pride yeah. because that's what they had. And, and really, that's what, what you dealt with, mm-hmm. those first four verses and, and all that. It really talks about the pride that we can get because so many people, they they take pride on this side of eternity. It's how they met because they're really good at making money or they're really or they have they have these good looks and they take pride in their good looks. And, and just an aside— why is it all the people that are pretty good looking people in all society, they're rich, they go get like plastic surgery oh, yeah. and they end and up looks, looking like, yeah. right. like, like Pluto the dog. Yep. Look like it's yeah. I mean, about Play Doh all of a sudden. Yeah. They get these lips and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh my <laughs> gosh. It, but anyway, I mean, I guess I got to have something to do with it. But the pride, it, I mean, it's the old, it was the very first sin. It's the, the, the foundation of all sin. Right. Because that's really what's why. Yeah. Why do you sin? Because it's pride. Mm-hmm. You want lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Everything is bottled up in those three. All your sinful work come from that. And so, what God is doing in this is He's rebuking them. What yeah. Obadiah, by the word of the God, is rebuking these guys. I, I get the sense when you read about Edom and the Edomites, they could have had a little bit of this, right, of God with them, mm-hmm. because. They, they came from Esau, right? <laughs> the brother right. of Israel, <laughs> and you're like, you you guys could have been in on this covenant somewhat, mm-hmm. but you were too prideful mm-hmm. in the moment. And man, pride just stinks. Yeah. But here's the problem: we all have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, the three of us in this room, we have pride, right? 
everyone listening to my voice, you have pride. You yep. may not admit it, and and in your not admitting it is actually a prideful <laughs> right, statement. Right. Prideful about how unprideful you are. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm sitting here going, man, this is really at me. This is right. I like this book so much because it's a reminder to me. Mm-hmm. And that verse you chose, which was one of the ones I was mm-hmm. thinking about, and and then I was also thinking about um, in verse twelve, he really gets after it. But do not gloat over the day of your brother in the day of his misfortune. How many of us do that as believers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many of us as believers, yeah. we love it when someone gets it yeah. that we don't particularly like? Yeah. And it got what was coming to them. How do you know they got what was coming? Right. And by the way, something else you said a minute ago that I was be like, well, you said something to the effect of that they're going to get what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. Thank God we don't get what's coming oh, to absolutely. us. Absolutely, yeah. right. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's the flip side of it. Yeah. That we get mercy. So right. every time we start pointing the finger, I really just think it breaks God's heart. Mm-hmm. That we are nothing more than Edomites right. Right. at our core at times. And kind of along that lines and along the lines of what this book is about also is this book is about um these are my people that you have gone against. Yeah. And so um, and thinking about, you know, how do we treat God's people, at, even mm. as someone who is a part of God's people, but yet we, and so we are called to treat God's people a certain way. And so, um, and and how do we interact and treat the people that are within the family of God with us? And, and Edom was outside of that, but, and so brought to judgment because of the way that they treated the king, the family, his God's and people. it was their own family. It was right. Kinfolk. His family. But it, right. And so how do we treat the people of God? You know, how do we treat our brothers and sisters in Christ? Do you have an answer to that? <laughs> I mean, Christians are some of the most uh, pious, holier than thou at times. And me. Right. Judgmental. Yep. Preferential. Mm. Snobs out there. Yep. And there's three of them in this room. Yeah. <laughs> By golly. <laughs> But we do. I think sometimes yeah. we are that way. <laughs> I had a conversation. I mean, let's be honest. We're so prideful. Most church battles, and I use that word, and I hate that I have to use it. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. Come from your preferences. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. Not over doctrine. Not over doctrine for the most part. Right. Right. Comes over preferences. Yeah. Right. Because we think we're smarter than the other dude. Or mm-hmm. dude mm-hmm. And we got to have our way yep. because we're prideful. Who's going to bring you down to the ground? Hmm. Notice the Lord said it would be him. Yep. yep. And he can do it again. Ending thoughts? Uh, I think we covered it pretty well. But here's mine. Be careful how you treat yeah. people of God. Yeah. I agree with that one, but I've got one, too. <laughs> I had one. So ready. only one of us don't have one. I know. It's, it's, It'll come to The me. only female oh. in the room. <laughs> I, um, no, I almost forgot what I was going to say because of that one. You know, <laughs> didn't know if I need to run or not. Um, no, but just some people may say, well, what what is it that's so bad? Like, what's wrong with being proud of, you know, what you've accomplished or all that? And here's the thing. Think about what you're proud of. Everything that people have this pride about goes back to the world. And so what it does, it reveals what your heart's attached to, where your identity lies. And so we're saying, you know, we're saying that what I've done in the world is so great that it's obviously better than what God's done. 
And and when you look at it that way, you understand why it's so destructive. Yeah, nobody's saying don't be proud of, in a sense, of, of the, the abilities that God gave right. you. It's when you go to that next step. There has right, to be that recognition after, that yeah, they came from him. It came yeah. from God. Yeah. Um, I'm not nobody saying, well, you're a great athlete, so don't do it. Mm-hmm. But God deserves the honor and glory because he's the one that made you. Yep, absolutely. Um, And so I will say that like all the the others, like all the other prophets, like all the other... Why are you laughing at me? Like all the other prophets and the and the minor prophets that we are looking at, that... Um, <laughs> Dan's over there going... <laughs> the thing that... The thing that God wants his people to know is he's not abandoning them and he's not, um, he's not leaving them and he is, um, continuing to do as he promised that he would do through his covenant. And so the same is true for us. So if we are on the side of suffering, um, you know, if we're on the Judah side and Edom is coming against us, that just to know that God doesn't leave us mm. and God doesn't abandon us and that he will keep his covenant love with us. He's slapping I, his leg. I again. didn't. I didn't. No, I, I, got I saw your hand move. I got ready. No, I was just thinking, you know, I, I may have been really looking at these these minor prophets the wrong way because I, I, I have been like, it's doom and gloom. It's doom. It is it if, is, if but, you've turned away from God. If you're his, then you might as well have a celebration at the end of each one of these. I mean, that's huh, hadn't really thought of it in that. Well, I mean, in the now, God's people <laughs> suffered their consequences also, but He never let go of His covenant absolutely. promises to them. Yeah. You know what we're dealing with next week? I don't know what we're dealing with right now. There's a lot of looks and movements and knee slapping. And it is so funny with you guys. All I got to do is just sort of twist my face a little bit. You both are going. Because then I feel like I've probably missed out on something or I've said something horrible. No, and I've got I, to. Mona went to say something and I gave her a look and she's like, what? You didn't hear. You'll hear it when you edit this. Mm. We do Jonah next week. Yeah. Old fish breath. <laughs> uh, so great. anyway. Um, I had something like really godly and biblical. And You're not all that in a bucket of fries. That's I, our no, our I'm not. Me- no, not you. I just meant that. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about what all of us. what that scripture yeah. was. was. But that, you had a good point. Minor prophets. I mean, they sort of punch you in the face. Like I do like that. They punch you in the face and keep going. But for the believer, the the punch, memorable the punch is on your behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And because it's God. Um, yeah. Remember, we're told you know, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Right. And that has not changed. No. Right. We love to make it ours, though. Right. So, right. tell you what. What? Danny Boy, Grizzly Adams, <laughs> Beano Pumpkin Eyes. Oh, old Pumpkin Eyes. There it is. Jelly Bean. <laughs> Did we ever decide if you're llama or a butter? Butter. Butter. Nobody, nobody likes llama beans, and I'll take anything that has the word butter in it. Yeah. <laughs> You pray. You close us out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You say who we all are. Okay. (laughs) Tough job. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time when we can be in your word together. Um, And we just thank you for reminding us that that we are yours and that um, even though our perspective is short, Heavenly Father, you will not let us go. Um, and, And thank you for reminding us also that 
that you are the same God that, that's in this scripture, that nothing changes when it comes to you. So we can rely on your promises, we can rely on your word, and we just thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs> you had one job, uh, Mona. See us out. <laughs> he's laughing. I don't know why. Um, so we, this is the mosaic of Marion. It's not that easy, see? <laughs> not, especially when you're laughing at me. And we appreciate everybody who's listening. Shout out to my friend Joy, woohoo, in Ohio, Woo! listening. Good, good, good. And, um, Roscoe B. Goldray likes you. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> that would be our illustrious Pastor Hank speaking. Yeah. I would be Miss Mona and Dan the man over there. Uh, Oh, Mona, you should have said pumpkin out. I know. Yeah. I missed it. I didn't even recognize who she was talking about. I was like, <laughs> that dude, he never goes out that name. Oh, yeah, I don't like closing it out. So. Hey, four and a half months till July 4th. Oh, my Atlanta. <laughs> Bye, y'all.